Eruvin Daf Mem Gimel. The last thing we were discussing was uh, if the Goyim threw you into a boat that we all hold Halachaz Akarban Gamliel that you're allowed to walk within uh, you're allowed to walk within the confines of the boat. And we saw Rabbah's reason was because you were Shovet in that boat in the walls of the boat from Friday. And we saw according to Rabbi Zerah, the reason was because you get a new four amot every second since the boat is constantly in motion. And we said the Nafkami now was either if the, the walls of the boat fell down or if you're jumping from one boat to the other. Now the Gemara is asking a question. We're on Dafmem Bet Amud Bet, second line from the bottom where it says Rabbi Zerah. Who said the reason was because you get a new four amot every second? Why don't you say like Rabbah said that you were shovet in that boat? Why don't you say that? Meaning, as Tosfot explains it even better, why don't you give? Why don't you be matir from Rabbah's reason also? So my answer, Amar Lach, Rabbi Zera will tell you mechitzot. The boat's walls are only meant to make sure that the that the water doesn't come in. It's not meant for living purposes. Those those walls weren't created for diurin. They were created just to block from water. Okay, and, and therefore we we can't uh, can't use that hit there. Okay, fine. Why don't you say like Then you get new four amot each time. So Rabbi would say, You're right. If it's moving, even Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yosha would agree that you're allowed to walk all over the boat. Keep Ligay. Where's the machlok at Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Yosha, with Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Lazar ben when it's not moving? Over there, Rabban Gamliel says, since you were there, you're out of Shabbat, okay, you could, you could walk all over. And Rabbi Akiva says, you're only allowed to walk for Amot. This is the basic way uh, Rashi explained it. There is another perush. The Maharshal and the Maharsha try to figure out what's the right uh, Gersanashi, so I'm not going to get into it. I don't want uh, to confuse. Now, Amar the Nahman Baritz Hak Matnitin Nami Daika, the Mahalechet Lopligem. Nahman Baritz Hak says if you look at our Mishnah, it's, uh, you could be Medayek that they're not arguing if the boat is moving. Even Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Akiva would agree, you let it walk all over. Why? What does it say in our Mishnah? There's a, there's a story that they came from and their boat was in the water. walked all over the boat. Why? They wanted to be Mahmir. Now, if you want to tell me that they're not arguing in if it, the boat's moving and everyone agrees you're allowed to walk for Amor, Tainu Ratsu. Now I understand why they want it to be Mahmir because Ma'ikaradin, even according to them, would be Mutar. But here, we want to be Mahmir. You want to be Mahmir, go ahead. But I don't hold like the Halakha. Why? Why are they Mahmir? Because Dilma Amda, maybe the boat uh, stopped. And if I walk more than four amot, uh, then I, you know, I want to get some halachas. So they want to be mahmir, great. But if you want to tell me that they're even arguing in a case where the boat's moving, and you still can't walk more than four amot, so What's this? Uh, we want to be mahmir. Isurahu. It's a mamasha isur. Now, Amar I could also see that I, I could look in the Mishnah and I could show you that the Mahloket is where the boat stopped. Why the Katanesefina Dumia the Dir Vasar? It's a Safina like a Dir Nasar, the stable. Ma Dir Vasar the the stable doesn't move. Af Safina Nami the Kvi'ah, we're talking about a boat, it's not moving. 
Amar le Ravaha bered the Ravah the Ravashe. Now Ravaha, the son of Ravah, says to Ravashe, Hilcheta kiraban gemliel bisfina. The Rav Mishmuel had to go out of their way and say, Halachas like Rabban Gamliel in a boat. What does that mean? Hilcheta, what does that come to mean? Michlal depliget, that there's people who argue in the case of a boat. And who said that they're really arguing in the boat? We saw that they were mahmir, means they didn't argue. So the Gemara explains, in, yes, they really are arguing. The Hatanya, we have a Braita to show you that they are, there is a mahloket. Hananya, Omer, call Oto Hayom, that entire day in the boat, Yeshavu Vedan Bidvar Halacha. They were discussing the Halacha of a person going outside at home. Eme, Shechriya Ahi Aba, at night, last night, my uh, my father's brother, Rabbi Yeshua, said, Halacha Kerabban Gamliel Bisfina, that we're allowed to carry an entire boat. The Halacha Kerabi Akiva Bedir Vasahar. And the Halacha Kerabi Akiva in a stable. That you would only go for Amot. So you bottom line, you see that Rabbi Akiva argued on Rabban Gamliel even in the case of a boat. And again, Dafka when the boat's uh, stopping, but not when it's moving. Ba'ir of Hananiah. Rabbi Hananiah now asks the question Yesh tehumim lemala asara or ain't tehumim lemala asara? Is there this concept of tehum when you're above 10 tefahim, I guess, in the sky? Or is there no concept? Meaning, if I want to walk out of my home 2000 Amot, but I'm only in the sky, I'm somehow flying, does it count or not? Meaning, if there is a pole in Rishut Tarabim that's uh, 10 Tefahim high and it's uh, 4 Tefahim wide, I'm not asking, of course you're not allowed to walk on top of that uh, pole. That, I mean, if it's outside the home. Why It's like one big thick uh, ground from the bottom to the top of the pole. I'm asking a question when it's not, when it's tall, but it's not four tefahim wide, and it's not meant for walking purposes. It's not a big area. And Rashi puts it in beautiful words. The mahlokat is as follows. Since the, the issue of Tehomim is only when you're walking outside the home, but if I'm walking in a way that is weird or not uh, easy of walking, uh, like uh, this, where I'm walking something 10 Tefahim up in the, in the air, does it count as me walking or not? Is there a concept of Tehomim or not? And that's exactly the, the way the Mishnah Burah brings it down, the Halakha, the, the Safek. Inami, or you could say the Ka'azil Bikfitza. A person used Shem Hashem, a person used some sort of magic, and he's uh, jumping in the air and he's flying 2,000 Amot. Mishnah Harina, or the Malaka of Hananiah's question is as follows. Bisfina, a boat that is going more than 10 Amot up in the, from, the, from the oceans of bottom. My, is that called, is there an issue with Tehomin or not? Meaning, is that called walking out or not? Amar Voshaya Tashema. I'll try to bring a proof to, to help our answer. Maase Shebaumi Pilandresin Vifligas Finatam Bayam. There was a story in our Mishnah that they were going from Pandresin, they were in the boat, Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Akiva didn't want to go, last four Amot, or Bangam and Rabbi Azab and Azariah did. Now, Iyamad Mishlam Ayish Tehomin, if you want to tell me there's this concept of Tehomim above 10, Mishum Hachiratsu, and that's why they wanted to be Mahmir on themselves. 
because they're always worried the boat might stop. And now you're uh, you're above ten tefachim in the sky, and there's still this concept of tehomim. But if you want to tell me that it's, there is no concept of tehomim when you're above ten tefachim from the ground, so why why did Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Akiva want to be mahmir on themselves? Even if it stops, there's uh, there's no isur because since we're above ten. The Gemara pushes it away and says, "No, Rava. No, it's like what Rava said. Different sugya altogether. But he said that we're talking about Mahalichet Berakak, or the boat was going in a shallow water area. It was less than ten tefachim from the ground. Hachanam, you could say the story of Yosha and Yakiva Bimhalichet Berakak. It was uh, going in a shallow area, and that's why they wanted to be Mahmir. Okay, fine. Let's bring a different proof. Tashema." One time they entered the uh, uh, the port area, uh, and they asked Rabban Gamal, what should we do? Are we allowed to walk out? And he said, you're allowed. Why? Because we were already in the home area before nightfall. Now, if you want to tell me that there is this concept of tehomin above ten tefahim, Shapir, then I understand why the question, why the back and forth, I get it. If you want to tell me there's no concept of Tehomin above 10, even if you weren't in the Tehom, who cares? Since you were above 10 Tefahim, now you're allowed to go out. And you saw, what are we going to, we're trying to, so what do we see from here? From the fact they were worried and they asked that there is a concept of Tehomin above 10 Tefahim. And the Gemara says, no, was going in a shallow water area, and there was for the, the 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 question now is a legit question: were they in Tehom or not? And that's why Rabban Gamliel had to tell them, "No, we are already in the Tehom, and you're allowed to go out." Tashema, Hane Shav Shemata. There was the seven halachot of Trefot. The Tamran betzafra b'Shabata that in the Shabbat morning they were said kamed Rav Hasta in front of Rav Hasta b'Sura. It was in the city of Sura. Bahade Panya Bishabata, I guess Shabbat afternoon, it was the seven alchot gabetrefot, Kameda Rababi Pumpadita. They were said in front of Rababi in Pumpadita, and it was a long walk. Now, Man Amrinu, who said those halachot? Love Eliawa Amrinu had to be Eliawa Navi who said it. And what what he do with some sort of kfitzav, shem hashem, or whatever it is, he jumped and he went from Surah to Pumpadita. And you see, Alma and Tehomin Lema Since he went above ten Tefahim, there is no concept of Tehomin above ten Tefahim. The command says, "Lo, maybe it wasn't Eliyahu Dilma Yosef Shida. I mean, maybe it was Yosef the Shed, the demon who doesn't is not Shomer Shabbat. Maybe he's the one who said it in the morning to in Surah and the afternoon in Pumpadita. And yeah, there is this concept of Tehomin Lema above ten Tefahim. And again. We're just trying to prove beyond reasonable doubt uh, what the answer would be. Legabe tehomin and above ten tefahim. So we're trying to bring every possible uh, question. So don't try to derive something here, the halacha. Rather, try to understand that we're trying to prove it from this story, but that story didn't work. So therefore, tashema. So we're bringing another right. Hareni nazir beyom sheben david ba. I'm going to be a Nazir the day that Mashiach comes. He's allowed to drink wine on Shabbat and Yom, uh, and Yom Tov because those are the days that Mashiach is not going to come. And he's not allowed to drink wine any weekday. Now, if you want to tell me there is this concept of Tehomin above 10, 
That's the reason you're allowed to drink on Shabbat and Yom Tov, because we're not worried the Mashiach will come in in any way, shape, or form, whether it's below, whether because either way, whether he goes below the air, tent Fahim, above tent Fahim, he's going to be leaving the home. He's Shomer Shabbat, the Mashiach. We hope so. Therefore, you see that uh, there is this concept of Tehomim. The Mashiach is not coming on Shabbat. If you want to tell me there is no concept of Tehomim above 10 Tefahim, then why should it be Mutar to drink wine? Maybe he'll come on Shabbat, uh, you know, flying or some way or another, and therefore you should always be a sort to drink wine, even on Shabbat Yom Tov. The Gemara pushes back, no, we know for a fact that there is no Tehomim from, uh, there's no concept of Tehomim above 10 Tefahim. And Shaniyatam, what's the difference by the Mashiach? The Amar Kera, Lachem Eliyahu Hanavi. Hashem's gonna send Eliyahu Hanavi before the Mashiach comes. Veha lo atel And if Eliyahu didn't come yesterday, that means Mashiach is not coming today. So at most today Eliyahu will come, but he'll never have an issue with the Mashiach. Yehachi bechol kol Opposite now, every day you should be able to drink on. Uh, uh, you should be able to drink uh, yain because uh, we're uh, because the uh, the hour didn't come yesterday. That means the mashiach is not coming today yet. The halo atel the hour tomorrow. The hour didn't come yesterday. That means the mashiach is not coming today. Ela, you have to say what's the reason you can't drink every day? Amrina and the bedina gadol ata. Maybe the hour came to the bedina gadol and nobody knows yet. Okay, Hachanami says, what about on Shabbat and Yom Tov? He should be a sore because maybe Lema, the Betina Gadol, maybe on Friday he went to the Betina Gadol. The Gemara pushes back, no. Maybe there is concept, maybe there is no concept of Tehomin above 10, but that's not the reason that on Shabbat you don't have to worry that uh, Eliyahu came yesterday. What's the reason? We know that Eliyahu is not going to come on a Friday or a Erev Yom Tov because, listen, we're busy with Shabbat. Now we're busy with the Mashiach. Eliyahu Navi is coming. We don't know what's flying. We, we already have a promise that Eliyahu is not going to drive everyone crazy. Erev Shabbat, Erev Yom Tov. So the Gemara says, Kasalt now you you want to tell me that the Amoraim are thinking with Eliyahu lo ata Mashiach nami lo ata? You tell me if the Eliyahu didn't come, the Mashiach didn't come yet. Shabbat Then if that's the case, then uh, if they're all connected one to the other, then Friday I should be able to drink because Eliyahu didn't come on Thursday, and we know for a fact he's not coming on Friday. So then the Mashiach's not coming on Friday because he, we didn't hear about him coming on Thursday. So I should be able to drink uh, Yain on Friday also. The Gemara answers, no. Eliyahu lo Mashiach Yes, Erev Shabbat, Eliyahu Navi won't come. But Mashiach would come on Erev Shabbat and Erev Yom Tov. Because if the Mashiach comes, then... The goyim will be slaves for the Bnei Israel, and uh, someone will be do will do all Torah for Shabbat, and we want and we could be busy with the Mashiach. So now the Gemara continues asking, okay, if Eliyahu has to come before the Mashiach, I'll be able to drink on Sundays, so, because he can't come on Shabbat. He's not going to come out of Shabbat, so then Sunday I should be okay. Live short, me not the entechomin. And for the fact that it's a sur for this uh, person who, who might be a nazir to drink uh, on Sunday, 
sounds like that he could come on Shabbat. There is no concept of Tehomin. If there was this concept of Tehomim above 10, then if there was this concept of Tehomim, that means he wouldn't be able to pass 2,000 Amot, and I should be able to drink on Sundays, because they didn't come on Shabbat. And that's our clear and cut proof that the Mashiach won't come on Sunday. The Gemara pushes back. Hi, Tana, the Tana of this Brayta. He's not sure. He's not sure. Is there a concept of Tehomin above 10? Is there not a concept of Tehomin above 10? And therefore, this person is not going to drink. Not on Friday, not on Thursday, not on Sunday. But however, still, we can't learn from this Tana, like the Nazir, um, when, if there's a Tehom above 10 or not. Now, this uh, going back to this person who said, I'm a Nazir the day the Mashiach comes. Which day of the week did he uh, did he make this vow? If he's a behol, since the nizirut already came out to him on erev Shabbat, he was already uh, he already spent a day not uh, drinking. How could Shabbat come and knock out the nizirut? Meaning you already started this not drinking wine process. So why could you drink on Shabbat and Yom Tov? Meaning how could you break the vow you already made? The vow already started. Therefore the Gemara explains, No, we're talking about a guy who vowed on Shabbat. When the, when the Mashiach comes, I'm going to be in Nazir. Or he's standing on Yom Tov and he's saying, You know what? If Mashiach comes today, I'm not drinking wine. And that day, that day, that Shabbat, that Yom Tov specifically is when he's allowed. After that, already is a sur to drink. Even next Shabbat, next Yom Tov. Why? Because we're always worried that maybe Mashiach came to Betina Gadol, we didn't hear yet, and uh, you have a Nizirut on you without you knowing. Now, just to step back a second and discuss... Agadah, even though that's not my derech, just a lot of questions come out of here, like Abel Yahanavi. Okay, you're telling me there's no concept of uh, Tehomin, there is a concept. Uh, right away, we should ask, how does Eliyahu Navi come to every Brit? Is a Brit that he's crossing oceans, he's crossing everything. We should be uh, poshet from there that uh, there is no concept of Tehomin above uh, Ten Tefahim, and that's why he's allowed to. Or how he comes to everyone's house on the night of Pesach. Or another question, Eliyahu is not alive anymore. If he's considered deceased, he's considered like as if he's dead, then there's no mitzvah. So what are you asking? There's a lot of questions that come here from Eliyahu and Navi. And Hatam Sofer goes into it in his Shalot Chuvot. And the Abetz goes deep into it. And the Meiri says, we're not even talking about the real Eliyahu and Navi. We're talking about a different uh, concept of Eliyahu. Another question that comes up from the sugya is, uh, what about us? We don't have a Betin Gadol today. Um, where's Eliyahu going to go that we're not going to hear about him? We don't even have the concept of smicha. So, uh, therefore, uh, the Maharutz Hayut wanted to get the whole idea of semicha uh, started up again. And the, every couple generations, they try to start it up again because we, in order to get semicha, we could get a Betin and then Eliyahu and Avik come to the Betin. 
But then you have those who follow the Ritva, that Eliyahu was in the area of Lishkata Gazit, whereby by the, by the Bet HaMikdash area, and he's just waiting over there, and from over there he's going to let everyone know. Meaning there doesn't have to actually be a Bet Din, he just has to be in that place on Harabait. Another beautiful question is, what about, like Tosafot asks, what about Mashiach ben Yosef? Mashiach ben Yosef, we know supposed to come before Eliyahu even. And if Mashiach ben Yosef didn't come and Eliyahu didn't come, he should be able to drink all the time. And therefore, Tosafot explains that we're talking about the, the, the concept of the day when the Mashiach comes and any day Mashiach could come. And then we get into the whole sugi of when Eliyahu and Avi come, when the Mashiach come, and uh, we'll leave that for now. Now, is a machloket between the Rishonim where we hold the Gabet Tehomin above the Ten Tefahim. And the Shulchan Aruch says we could be Mekil since Tehomin is the Rabbanan and we're in a Safek uh, about the above Ten Tefahim. So it's a Safek unless you're going outside of uh, the 12 meal and that's a Sugiyan itself. Uh, very good, interesting Sugiyan to go into. Now being that today is a fast day, um, we hope that uh, Eliyahu Anavi comes, the Mashiach comes, and will be li- lifted from our exile, and we should see everyone in Harabai together. Now, the Gemara continues. One time, the, they were on a boat all together, all the rabbis, and they got into the port, and it was already nighttime, and they asked Rabban Gamliel, can we go down? And he said, you're mutar, we already entered by the time nighttime started. Tana. We have a Brayta that says Rabban Gamliel had some sort of binoculars that he was able to see 2,000 Amot to, the, to where the uh, dry land is. And he was also able to see 2,000 Amot in the Yam. So I guess he was able to see dry land. That means he knew we were in the Tchum. And a person who wants to know the depth of a valley, you should bring a tube, a binocular, and look at it. So you go back, 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 and when it was the, the furthest place you could, where you could still see the, the the floor of the valley, you know that's 2,000 amot, or whatever the amount your binoculars ago. If a person wants to know how tall the date tree is, you should measure your own height. You should measure the length of the shadow of the tree and his own shadow. And you'll know how tall the dekel is. Meaning, if I'm uh, 60 inches and my shadow at that point of the day is 120 inches, and the shadow of the of the day tree is two hundred inches. Then I know it's it's one to two ratio, and I do the same ratio with the tree. Then I know the tree is only a hundred inches. A person doesn't want the wild animal by uh, his uh, father's uh, grave. So what does he do? A person puts a pole. At the fourth hour of the day, when the when now you start to see the difference between sunlight and shade, and usually when there's a, that's the time of day where there's usually a shade. So what do you do? You know, you see that uh, there's uh, you know the shade is coming at this time at uh, four hours into the daytime. So what do you do? You can see where the shadow is going to, where it's landing to. And what do you do? Then you make an in, incline. You make 
the this uh, the the grave looks something sort of like a mizbech with the slant going to the side where the shade is usually there, and since there's a slant over there, let's say of cement or brick, whatever it is, there will never be shade over there. The sun will always be shining over there, and uh, the wild animal will just see that there's no shade over here. There's nothing to do over here, and it's going to walk away. Now the Gemara tells a story. He was thinking and learning and taking and walking around and all of a sudden he walked out of the tchum and he couldn't walk more than four amot. Your student Nehamia is in suffering. He's suffering because he can't go back to the city. Amar lo, Rav Nachman said, "Aseh lo mechitza shel bnei Adam veikanes, make him a mechita partition of people, and this way he'll be able to walk through the people back to the tomb." Yativ Rav Nachman by Yitzhak, a chorider of Rav Yitzhak, Rav Nachman by Yitzhak stood behind the Rabbah. Yativ Ravah kamed Rav Nachman, Ravah stood in front of Rav Nachman. Amar Rav Nachman by Yitzhak the Ravah. Now, Rav Nachman by Yitzhak asked Rabba, "My kamibai is the Rav Hasda. What was going on with Rav Hasda?" And we'll explain this uh, question in depth tomorrow. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.